maps. They tell us where we are. They help us decide where we're going. For our guest today, the one luxury item she would want with her were she to be stranded on a desert island. Our guest on this University of Warwick graduation podcast is Dame Fiona Reynolds. She's today received an honorary science doctorate from the University of Warwick and is now joining us in the studio to share something of her life journey, where she's been, where she's going, and the life map she's used to get there. Dame Fiona, welcome. Firstly, congratulations on your honorary doctorate. Can I ask you what this award means to you? Well, I'm really honoured beyond words because to come here today and be part of that extraordinary ceremony where so many people who've worked so hard for their degrees are getting uh, honoured. And there am I, who, um, you know, I feel very thrilled to to, to have that um, fantastic um, honour, but also actually really genuinely um, humbled by the occasion. It was a very moving service, yeah. Okay. And um, you're from Cumbria. But you've got a bit of a local connection. Would you yes, like yes. I was born that? in Alston in the North Pennines, but actually we didn't live there for very long. We came down to rugby when I was about five and I went to rugby high school for girls. Um, and it was there that I left to go off to university. But we lived in rugby for about 20 years. OK. And an enjoyable time? Yes, it was great. I met my husband in rugby, so that's good. Um, he was at rugby school and we played um, in the local orchestras, both played instruments. And so we still go back there for reunions of the orchestra. So we have affection and lots of friends there still, yeah. You recently left the National Trust after 11 years as its Director General. Were you sad to leave? Yes, I was. I loved that job. In fact, I've loved all my jobs. I've been incredibly lucky. But I was there for actually nearly 12 years, in fact, and I had really poured my heart and soul into the organisation. Um, very full on. I, I, I loved it. But actually, there was a thought that actually there comes a point where you've probably done what you as an individual can do. And I describe it as helping the National Trust to learn to love people as much as places. So whereas we've always been brilliant at conservation, we got much better at being warm and welcoming and, and, and genuinely loving people. So I thought, well, actually, that's probably my contribution. So it's time to go. And so I did leave and I'm very sad about it, but I also know that that was the right thing to do. And you've recently become the master of Emmanuel College, Cambridge. What attracted you to that position and what are your hopes for the college during your tenure? Gosh, that's a, a very difficult question because I, um, Emmanuel is a wonderful college. Um, it's a very high-performing college in Cambridge um, with some very interesting people as fellows. Um, but not many people would have guessed that I'd gone go from running the National Trust to becoming Master of a Cambridge College. So what was it that drew it to me? Well, I suppose uh, the chance to have a bit more space in my life and to think and to write and to reflect uh, when you're running a big organisation, it is very full on and you do everything at 90 miles an hour. Well, I do anyway. And, you know, you, you tackle some really interesting issues. But, you know, in a way, sometimes there isn't the time and space to really get deeply engaged in something. So this is a chance to move into a different world, to carry everything I love with me, but to learn, actually, which I shall certainly be doing and to reflect and to share in the academic community of Cambridge. Your career has included leadership roles in conservation and heritage, higher education now, and the civil service. Where do you feel you made the most difference and which would you like to be best known for? Oh, definitely the National Trust. Um, partly because I suppose uh, that was the job of my dreams. I mean, I always said to everybody, this is the job of my dreams. And when you get the job of your dreams, you know, you are on a bound to make the most of it. So my work in with National Parks and CPRE, which I absolutely adored, in a way, I always knew they were 
preparing for something else. The civil service was a complete sort of aberration in lots of ways, but I learned so much from the two and a half years I was there. Um, but the National Trust is absolutely, for me, you know, that that thing. Now, when later in future years I'll look back on it, I, maybe Emma will, will have the same feeling. Uh, and I like the fact that I'm doing something completely different. But for me, the National Trust captured all the things I care most about in an organisation that I'm passionate about and with people who are just brilliant. So it was terrific. Have you achieved all you hoped for then? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody really would feel that. No, I mean I've 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 had an amazing career so far, but I do say so far. Um, I'm certainly don't feel old enough to to think about retirement or anything like that. I've got lots still to come. My children are all growing up, and you know, family life is very important to me. And I have, to some extent, skimped a bit on that. I think you know during my time at the trust. So I've got my youngest daughter doing her A levels this year, and I'm really enjoying having more time for my family. So, yes, I've got lots of aspirations of a slightly different kind um, to live my life slightly differently. How do you relax? <laughs> Actually, what I do is I walk. I adore walking. And where we live in Gloucestershire, we are incredibly lucky because I can walk from the house into the countryside. And I walk every day without fail, except when I'm not there, of course. That's a bit difficult. Um, and I do relax that way because it's. I love walking. I love the kind of... You know the the, um, the sort of sense of movement that goes with walking, but I love the peace. I love that my, my mind empties, and it's it's a very restorative thing to do. Um, I'm still working out where I'm going to walk in Cambridge because it's not quite as easy to walk out straight into the countryside. But I will find the walks, and I know I'll carry on doing that. I suppose, in a related manner, what makes you happy? What makes me happy is. Um, actually is the countryside and nature and being out in it with my family ideally um I, I think you know i am absolutely of the belief that life is about more than material things so yes we need to earn a living yes we need and our job is wonderful but actually what makes me happy is seeing you know the beautiful view smelling the smells of the countryside and seeing wildflowers and hearing the birds I mean all that it sounds slightly corny but actually I love it and I've spent a lot of my life trying to make sure that our countryside is protected um, and I really love everybody to have the experience that I really feel very lucky to be able to have almost every day. Finally is there one piece of advice you would give to your fellow graduates here today? Well I think it's fundamentally about knowing who you are and what you're passionate about and finding ways of bringing that very personal passion and energy into what you do. Now if you're a sort of physicist or a mathematician or a biologist or a historian you know it doesn't I don't necessarily mean being passionate about your subject but I mean what inspires you about it. If you can bring that personal dimension into your job you you become I think more fulfilled, you enjoy your job more and, and you get more out of it and actually other people get more out of working with you. So, you know, a lot of people think your work um, life and your home life, you know, are necessarily separate. Actually, I don't believe that. I think you are who you are and you bring your personality into work and actually to some extent you you bring your work home. So I think it's about knowing who you are, what you care about and finding ways of expressing that. Thank you, Dame Fiona. That's greatly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you.